0: Going beyond the headlines? Getting to the heart of the story. Calgary Today with Joe McFarland on 770 CHQR.
1: No surprise that I like bicycles. Yes, I do my best to cycle to work every day. And I'm always encouraged by any initiative that gets more people cycling. And that's why I wanted to find out more about a proposal that could see a bike share pilot program in our city kind of different than the past bike shares that we have heard that have usually failed in other cities Evan Woolley is my guest he is the counselor for ward 8 Hello Evan
0: Hey good afternoon Angela thanks for having me on the show
1: Okay tell me about this bike share program and it, and a lot of our listeners say wait are we going to be paying a lot of money for this so uh, tell me what you're proposing
0: No let me begin by saying for the listeners zero Zero taxpayers' dollars on this the challenge that we had with like the um, the kind of like the first generation of those bike share programs is is that there was big amounts of infrastructure needed, so you had to build these huge docking stations everywhere they cost lots of money to put in. Lots of money to maintain, and, and the bikes just weren't that great. The new system that they have now is dockless, much more efficient. The technology has come uh, a long, long way. And so uh, um, obviously just feel, seeing a lot of success, some challenges, but mostly success in some of the cities operating it. And we thought we'd give it a – or a, I have brought a notion to motion to give it a shot here in Calgary.
1: How would it look then? So for people who aren't familiar with uh, this kind of a program, give me an idea how it would work.
0: Yeah, so there's a number of different operators out there. Um, it's kind of a dockless system. It's called a dockless system. So some of them have a technology where it's basically just a lock. The back so you walk up to it like a car to go, you open your phone, it shows them on a map on your phone, press a button, enter a code that's probably on the bike. It unlocks, uh, it unlocks basically a lock on the back tire. So you can kind of park these anywhere. Some of the systems, some of the companies have lock too, so it's a lock kind of bolted onto the bike, and it has a little extension, and you can like lock it onto a bike rack or something like that. Um, and so that's kind of the system now. It costs really nothing. Uh, for cities to operate and obviously has a ton of different opportunities in regards to economic development.
1: Why does the city have to even be involved then if it's not as if they're paying for this? I'm just wondering why this seems to be a project that a company can't just say, oh, I want to open up this dockless yeah. bike-sharing system.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, because basically we are storing bikes on public space, right? Gotcha. And and so, and it is actually uh, the responsibility of cities to maintain safe, uh, transportation systems right, and so this is uh, this is another another uh, another kind of tool that uh, that we will be responsible for right yeah. um, in terms of you're operating operating this business on public space and so we do have we do have a say in it and, and again, one of the challenges that we 've seen in like cities like Dallas, they put way too many bikes on the streets and they did have a lot of problems with kind of bikes lying around everywhere uh, as a part of our system and how we 're going to mitigate that is it 's going to be kind of a slow burn so uh, we'll start with probably like a thousand bikes this year, and based on performance and the supply and demand we 'll kind of use ec- basic economics for it um we 'll start to 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 dole out right to increase the size of um the size of, uh, the inventory, of the, or, the inventory you know. basically. Right.
1: And, and I think that would be the concern. So how do you ensure that people aren't stumbling, uh, upon bikes all over the place? Well, is that part of that? Will there have to be some kind of restrictions? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I,
0: I, I always, you know, I, I always err on the side of, you know, humans are pretty good at so- regulating ourselves, right? If there's mm-hmm. a rule and re- there's respect, we kind of know how to live together in cities that said there's, uh, there's going to be the odd jerk or the odd uh, person who doesn't really know who parks their bike in the wrong spot, or you know you'll probably see see a bike or two get dumped into a river. Um, but there's there's a lot of different ways that we can we can regulate and incentivize. I mean these companies that are coming in they 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 don't want this to not be successful either, and so it's kind of a balance between us you know not wanting to get too into what is really a private a private sector. Uh, business and yeah. an operating model, but at the same time ensuring that Calgarians uh, aren't finding these to be a nuisance and, and what have you.
1: Well, then, ideally, if we're even looking at the Cardigo model, uh, the company has my credit card information, yeah. so if oh, that totally. bike is pulled out of uh, a river, well, I guess some jerk could just take it without being... Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah like, you I, know what I mean? I've, i got to have a criminal mind here sometimes. Yeah, so, yeah
0: exactly, okay. exactly. And I think, yeah. like, that's the thing. I mean, we, we don't want to over-regulate these, and you don't want to under-regulate them. And so, uh, really, you know, and it's, I, I've been meeting with a number of these companies... Our team has been meeting with the companies. We've seen some of the successes and failures in other cities. We're trying to learn from those mistakes to not have them here uh, and try it out. I mean, we've seen, uh, when I asked Linebike, who's one of the companies, why are you interested in coming to Calgary, what interests you? And they said, we have this incredible pathway network Mm -hmm. right so we have 880 kilometers of pathways we've got um they've watched our car to go success so people that shared economy in calgary is working really well and uh and there's there again to to your point when you introduced it a lot of people like to like to bike to work and back one of the challenges that i have is i live in killarney so i have to come like way down a hill uh to do and it's fine to to bike to work in the morning because i don't have to pedal much but on the way home (laughs) Uh, it's a real pain in the butt and right. so with some of the e-bikes that they have now uh, I think it could just like increase our numbers remember that everybody who who's, who's, who's makes a decision to bike is, is, a, is a car off the road so I always say to the drivers who find a pain in the butt there's one less car on the road, one less second for you to sit in traffic.
1: Oh yeah but then I've got complainers uh, about how bikes are on pathways as well so when you even introduced e-bikes is there also yeah. this chance that there could be e-scooters because I'm reading about the problems e-scooters are in yeah, other countries
0: I know. I know you know we we. You can already have e-bikes e- e- on our pathway systems. The scooters, you can't. Uh, so we're going to look at that again. We, we want this to be successful. There's been huge opportunities in terms of tourism uh, and mobility. Remember that this, this pilot for the 10,000 bikes, we've, um, the companies are saying that this will be about 50 to 70 jobs. And these are warehouse jobs and operator jobs, and this is tens of thousands of feet of, uh, feet of warehouse space. We've seen the hoteliers and tourist people are really, really keen on this idea. So we really got to never mind uh, the, the great mobility choices provides. This provides a lot of economic, this provides a lot of jobs. That's a lot of jobs for 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 for, uh, for a city that badly needs them.
1: Have you presented the notice of motion?
0: It's coming... Maybe later tonight. Okay. Maybe tomorrow, depending on how quickly we move through the agenda here.
1: Would it be a one-year pilot or a two-year pilot?
0: It's a two-year pilot, so it take us to the end of 2020.
1: Well, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, I know people right away want to light their hair on fire before they've yeah. had a chance to sort of see how it goes. So, um, no. I, I'm getting feedback as I speak. <laughs>
0: yeah, you know, there's no, there's there, there's no for the listeners. There's no reason to let your hair on hair on fire here, right? This is this is if we want if we want to be a uh, a city that people want to come and come and visit and that people want to live in. Remember that there's a huge demand for certain sectors and certain segments of, of our population, and we need to make sure that we're providing that yeah. uh, for them. And again, uh, any opportunity for us to create a bunch of jobs without spending taxpayer money is my kind of, is, is kind of a business that I want to have in the city. So.
1: Hey, is it going to be year-round?
0: Uh, They kind of ramp up and ramp down. So uh, as winter comes, they'll pull bikes off. Sounds, makes sense. Uh, Pull bikes off, yeah.
1: Perfect, Evan. Thanks so much for this. Thanks, Angela. Evan Woolley, he is a counselor for Ward 8.